extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and forever. Great is the Lord, and he's greatly to be praised. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together. Those of you that stand this morning, give God praise.
Let church say amen. Amen. I'm so glad to be in the house of the Lord. Thankful for all that he's done and is doing in our lives. Even coming to church, somebody was tailgating me and pushing me and pushing. And because I was going to church, I didn't even mind. (laughs) Keep on pushing, brother. We're going. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for yet another day, another day that you've created, dear Lord. Another an opportunity to say amen in the presence of your children here in the house of the Lord. We're calling upon your presence to be with us today, dear Lord. We're asking for the divine Holy Spirit to rest, rule, and abide on every heart and every soul that's gathered here today. Bless those, dear Lord, who are live streamed today. Couldn't make it, but thank God they still tuned in, knowing that thou art the true and living God, deserving of all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor we could possibly give. And even that wouldn't be enough, dear Lord, but help us so that when we leave this place, you'll be pleased with this service, dear Lord, that you'll hear the meditation of our hearts, and that you'll know that Dear Lord, we we can't make it without you. We thank you, dear Lord, for the the pressures we may be facing. Understanding, dear Lord, that they're not punishment. They're preparation. Getting us ready, dear Lord, for that great getting up morning. And in the meantime, as we're traveling this road, dear Lord, help us to love our brothers. Help us to bring those along, dear Lord, who are less fortunate. Help us to bring those, dear Lord, who have more material wealth, dear Lord, but are spiritually bankrupt. Help our hearts to understand and to see that thou art the living God and bring somebody else along with us. And when praying time is over, dear Lord, we want to say thank you that you gave us an opportunity to praise you here on this side. It's all you're doing. Bless the pastor of the church, dear Lord. Give him the strength that he needs, dear Lord. We've been preaching, dear Lord, just just from another level. Continue, dear Lord, to bless him in such a way, dear Lord, that souls would be saved. We ask all of this in the righteous and holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I meant it. I got tailgated up here today. The dude was pushing me. And because I was coming here, it didn't even matter. It's the same way with going. Yes, <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's all about perspective, you know. We're going up the King's Highway. We're heading to heaven. This stuff shouldn't be bothering us. Amen. Our reading today comes to us from text uh, 595, and of course, on the big screen, it's entitled, God's Everlasting Mercy. Anybody know that God has everlasting mercy? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endures forever. 
Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me, set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my path with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. I will praise thee, for thou art heard me, and art my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We shall, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, and send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which has showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee, everyone. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth.
church family. We'd like to welcome um, all you in person and uh, online visitors for the day. We hope that uh, this will encourage your Christian journey and we're just overjoyed that you all decided to spend the day with us. If you're ever in the area again, we'd be overjoyed to have you back and worship with us again. So we have a saying here at Second Baptist, first time you come, you're a visitor, second time you're family. Please enjoy the service. Amen. Amen. We certainly want to thank Brother Phil for that hearty welcome this morning. We are just so grateful and thankful for all of you who are here uh, with us. Amen. I see Sister Lois had some uh, her family who is here. Amen. And we are so happy. Uh, to have you. We've been praying for you. Amen. And we just thank God uh, for you. I'm blessed to still have my sisters with me again this morning. Amen. Uh, they're leaving to head back to San Antonio tomorrow. So if you see a tear coming down my eyes. And so we had just a wonderful uh, visit. Amen. And our, our good friend that we grew up with. Amen. In between them, Sister Patty. Amen. And uh, we're just grateful and thankful. You know, it, it's a blessing to have good friends, amen, uh, friends that we grew up with, amen, and uh, we still have our little gang together, amen, all those that we grew up on the same block, amen, and, and just had a great time, and so uh, Sister Patty's living out in Jersey, I'd have to get her back here more often, amen, Jersey's close enough to, for her to get over here and to see us, and so we uh, thank God for her today, and and for each and every one of you, I pray that you had a blessed Thanksgiving. Amen. Just thanking God for all of his blessings. You all do know that our church theme for this year, as we get ready to close out, amen, another year that we are so grateful that we are together in Christ. Amen. That's what God has called us to be, to be together. This world is a mess. Amen. And so we thank God that we are together in Christ. Amen. Sister Pete, God bless you. Uh, glad to see you. Uh, here with us as well. Amen. I uh, want to remind everyone that after church today, you know, uh, normally the last Sunday in November, right after church, we uh, put up all of our Christmas. We get Christmas ready. Amen. We decorate the church. So uh, everybody know what they're supposed to do. Amen. If you forget, we will remind you. We could use your help. I do need some of the men to help us uh, to get the uh, Christmas uh, tree uh, out that will be on to my left, and then also for our poinsettia tree 
there, and so uh, we need to help from everybody. So when we all pitch in together, that we can get it done a lot quicker. So we pray that right after service that you will join with us, and we're going to transform this in a winter wonderland. Amen. So just thanking God for all of his blessings. Uh, Advent Sunday uh, actually begins then on uh, next, oops, I have the Christmas and holiday uh, list for Bethana. Uh, if you still have not or desire to participate in blessing children this year who stand in need, please make sure that you get a list of uh, children's names from Sister Hamlin after church today, and we uh, would be happy to have you participate and just be a blessing to young children who stand in need. Amen. On next Sunday is our Advent Sunday. Amen. And so we are excited about that. And the season of Advent begins. And so we pray that um, you will join us as we go through those four Sundays leading up to Christmas. Uh, We'll be asking some and we're looking for volunteers of the congregation. Uh, to help us with uh, lighting the candle on that uh, each Sunday as we lead up to Advent. So please make sure that you reach out to Sister Van Winters, amen, and let her know that you would like to participate with that, amen. Uh, We're going to have our end-of-the-year church uh, virtual business meeting. It's going to take place uh, on Thursday, December 14th at 7 o'clock p.m., so make sure that you join us there and just zoom on in, amen. God has blessed us, and, and he really has blessed Second Baptist real good. And so we are grateful and thankful for all of his blessings. So join us, uh, and in that meeting, we will have our election for our 2024 church officers, as well as approving our church budget for 2024. We also want to remind all of our ministries that you need to submit uh, your officers for 2024 to Sister Van Winters, if you could please do that before the end of the year, amen, to make sure that is done. I want to also share with you that on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve this year uh, is on a Sunday. And so we're going to have a special, special Christmas Eve morning family worship service. I want you to look at the date, which is Sunday, December 24th, and look at the time. It is at 10 o'clock a.m. Amen, somebody. 10 a.m. So we're going to start a little earlier. Uh, in that Christmas Eve uh, falls on a Sunday this year. Uh, we are going to basically take that evening service and move it to the morning. We have some special things, and we start out right off the gate, amen, with some outstanding and some wonderful things. So I'm trying to tell you, you need to be here on time, amen, That's it, at 10 o'clock a.m. So make it, and we're going to send out some extra notices for you. But we have our dance ministry, our choir is going to be processing in, and we want you to be here to encourage them, amen. So put it on your calendar. Now, I'm going to hit you up on every Sunday till we get there, that Sunday, December the 24th at 10 o'clock a.m. We're going to meet, and we're going to have a wonderful time of fellowship and just thanking God for who he is and for all that he has done. And then after service on that morning, we're going to have a luncheon back in the fellowship hall. So uh, we know folks like to lunch. Amen. So let's make sure that you put on your calendar 10 o'clock a.m. on Sunday, December the 24th for our Christmas Eve morning family worship service. Amen. You know, here at Second Baptist, uh, since the pandemic, we kind of changed the way that we've been taking up our tithes and our offering. 
a lot of people uh, give online, and, you know, we certainly appreciate that. It makes it easy. Uh, we're not passing the plate around that we used to, but we do have, for those of you who are in person, in church, we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church. Amen. Matter of fact, we got a little small sign. We don't even have a big sign. I may have trustee put up a little bigger sign, amen, uh, where the offertory box is, but please make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offerings in there before you leave today, amen. Those of you who are watching by live stream this morning, just click on the Tidely button right there on your website. You can give your tithes and offerings there, or you can mail it into the church. So we are grateful and thankful. God has blessed us here at Second Baptist with a wonderful year, uh, and he has just blessed us in so many ways. We do realize that everything we have, it comes from the Lord. Amen. And so we ought to be gracious and excited for the opportunity to give back to God. So please make sure before you leave that you deposit your tithes and offerings there. Let's look to the Lord as we say thank you for what is going to be given. Eternal God, our Father, we just want to say thank you for the opportunity to give back. We do realize, God, that you are the one who have blessed us and provided for us. And, Lord, you asked us just to give a tenth of that back to you and that we can then have the 90%, Lord God, to use and, and do what we need to do. And so, God, we want to say thank you for the opportunity to be good stewards of that which you have so richly blessed us. We pray, God, that you would help us to, to use these gifts, these tithes, these offerings to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. So, God, we ask that you would continue to bless those that gave, bless those that have a desire to give but had it not. And so, God, we just rejoice on this day and just say thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, that the church say, amen, amen, amen. We are blessed today. I have Sister Barbara Walker with us, amen. And I'm going to pull a couple of these mics down, Barb, so we can see you this, this morning. I'm just thanking God for his blessing. Let's welcome Sister Barb. love the Lord this morning. Let me see your hand. I'm putting both my hands up. How many know that he'll keep you from sickness and health? And he's with you and he'll never leave you. Period. That's my testimony this morning. If your problem won't go away and you're worried both night and day, hand it away. Get on your knees and pray. Hallelujah. If you're sick, feeling low, got no money, got nowhere to go, get it over. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Get on your knees and pray. Hand it over, hand it over. I said, give it up, give it over. Hand it over. Get on your knees and pray. I'm going to say that one more time. I hand it over. I hand it over. I said, give it up. Give it over. Hand it over. Get on your knees and pray. Ain't no mountain you can't climb. Ain't no answer you can't find. 
We had the privilege of my mother being with us today, um, and uh, gee, they never clap for me. <laughs> and the Lord, the Lord uh, gave me a little something. She's known the Lord for I know over fifty years, and uh, living a couple of hours away, um, she has uh, had some problems recently, and fainted a couple times in church, uh, had been rushed to the hospital, and had a few other times where she was put into the hospital. And finally, about two, maybe three months ago, they decided to give her a pacemaker. And now she's a firecracker. She is all over. And the Lord said to me, Robin, this is one of the reasons why I asked my children to come and worship corporately. Sometimes we need that pacemaker. We need something that gets us up and, and excited again. Great worship music, fellowship, uh, camaraderie. Uh, it's, it's just awesome. And I thought that was an example, and that's what he wanted me to share with you today. So come here and have your pacemaker upgraded and installed. So let's look to the Lord. Father, there is such joy in our heart because we know the family that we belong to. We know our Savior, your Son. We know that you love us to the point where you sent your Son to die for our sin payment. We can rejoice in that and we can be safe in that. We are watching as the world is disintegrating morally and yet our eyes are still focused on you. No one can snatch us from your arms. And we thank you for that security. We are here today to give you the worship that you deserve. And Father, we hope that you find this to be a pleasant fragrance rising up to you. This prayer is set forth for our pastors. We love them. They have continuously shown us that this is not a part-time position for them, but full-time. And they work diligently, and they take it seriously, being the shepherd that you have appointed to this congregation. So we ask, Lord, that you would continue to bless them and their family, and that you would allow what is going to be presented to us today not be an idle tool in a toolbox, but something that we will 
place into our system, that we will call upon it when we have need for whatever occasion arises that this particular sermon today will apply to. And Lord, may we offer it back to you in a form of praise. Again, we thank you and we praise you. And we just want to walk in the path that you desire for us today, Father, and the rest of the week. And we will thank you again and praise you because we think of what Jesus did for us, who he is to us, and our love for him also. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. his voice is very sweet that the birds hush their singing and the melody that he Thank <laughs> you. 
Let's give the Lord some praise. Oh, I think we can do better than that. Somebody need to give the Lord some praise. Oh, how he walks with me. What a mighty God that we serve. We want to thank God for Sister Barbara. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord for Sister Barbara. God has certainly blessed her with an awesome gift. What I like about it, she's using it for the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's thank God for the gifts that he has. And using them for the Lord. Amen. With every head bowed, every heart made as humble as she came. Tell God our Father, Lord, we come this morning just to say thank you. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, for starting us on our way. We're placing a desire in our heart to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Lord, we realize that many chose not to come this morning. 
Lord, help us in our priorities to put you first in all things. For you said in your word that you will take care of everything else. If we would just seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so God, it is my prayer this morning if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of the sins. We pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? But we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Oh, how he walks with me. Oh, how he talks with me. I want to thank Pastor Paul, amen, and on the keyboard, Brother Chris, amen, on the drums, and Deacon Smith, amen, that video, everything is working properly this morning, praise God for his blessings and all that he does, and thank God for each and every one of you who is here today. I pray that everyone had a blessed and a wonderful Thanksgiving, amen. I pray you had a beautiful and a wonderful Thanksgiving. You know, during this time of the year, we find that many people are stressed in life, amen, especially during this particular time of the year. But we are living in a time that is probably the most stressful time that any of us have ever lived in. Some of us who are a little older and kind of grew up through the 60s, amen, and early 70s, it was a whole lot going on back at that time, amen. I remember my kids telling me one time, I was, as, as you get older, you know, you look at the generation that's younger, and you start to complain about that generation and all, and, and I was complaining about uh, my kids' generation being a little bit on the lazy side and, and not following through on things, and, and then they turned the table on me and said, well, what about your generation coming through the 60s and all? That you all were just wild and crazy, amen. Back in that time, everything was going on, free this, free that, amen. And so I had to think about that for a minute, amen. And so we got to be careful as we look at our younger generations and we calling them out on things. That It's all right to call them out, but we got to look in the mirror at ourselves as well. But we are living in a time that not only this season, but all that's going on around us, amen, that if we allow ourselves, we can get caught up. And we can get overwhelmed and frustrated from all of the things around us. We find ourselves being too busy. And you all know my motto here at church. If you're too busy to come to church, then you're too busy. Amen in here, somebody. If you're too busy. I'm preaching to the choir today. You all are here. So I praise God for you. But if you're too busy to come to church, then you're too busy. And you need to look at your schedule. You need to look at your priorities. Amen. But we're so busy in this day and age, rushing to and fro, trying really to get it all in. Amen. And what happens is that we get frustrated. We get overwhelmed when things don't go our way. And church, the truth is that in this life, things are not always going to work out the way that you want them to. Amen. Has anybody found that to be true? Amen. In this life, things don't always work out the way you want them to. So instead of feeling overwhelmed, instead of being unable to function, amen, you know what we have to do? We simply have to turn things over to the Lord. Can I get an amen in here this morning? 
And that's really what I want to talk to you about this morning. Amen. Found in the book of Psalms in the 61st Psalm. I want to share this morning verses 1 to 3. If you'd be so kind to stand with me for the reading of God's word. Because the psalmist David shares a word with us and he lets us know the importance of turning things over to the Lord. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says, hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Amen, somebody. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell him, turn it over to the Lord. Now tell him he'll work it out. Turn and tell somebody this morning, turn it over to the Lord. He will work. How many of you believe that today? Come on in here, somebody. You're going to talk to me this morning. Turn it over to the Lord and he'll work it out. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm going to wake y'all up this morning. Amen in here, somebody. We serve too good a God, amen, to sit on our hands, amen. Turn it over to the Lord, and he'll work it out. Amen, somebody. Listen, praise God for life, amen, somebody, because life can be wonderful. It can be exciting, and and it can be joyful, and it can be happiness, amen, when things are going well. But when circumstances change, in an instant, life can make you feel overwhelmed. Has anybody ever felt overwhelmed? Come on in here, somebody. Let's tell the truth in here. Have you ever felt overwhelmed? Amen. When everyday life happens, we all experience some level of frustration or anxiety and pain. We can be shocked when we see all the senseless acts of violence around us. They just turn the television all the natural disasters that are going on, we can become frustrated. We can become filled with emotion. We can suffer with stress. We can cry and we can get upset. And we've all been there at some time or another in our lives and and no one is immune, amen? Nobody's immune to the stressful times. No one is immune to the overwhelming times in life. No one is immune from the devastating realities of life. When we look at the wars that are going on in Israel and Palestine and wars that are going on in Russia and Ukraine and all the mass shootings that we have and all the political unrest around the world, when we look at family strife and on and on, it can make us feel overwhelmed. And sometimes we feel overwhelmed because it's a result of taking on too much. Maybe it's because the loss that you have of a loved one or a serious illness or a spouse who's acting up, amen, or maybe it's the added pressure of caring for elderly parents. You see, sometimes, church, we can become overwhelmed when everything is normal. And we really don't see any reason why it is that we feel the way that we do, amen? 
And so the question remains the same. What do you do when life becomes overwhelming? Amen, somebody? I want you to listen again to what David said, the great psalmist in Psalm 61. Listen again to what this word says. The word says, as David is expressing out to God, hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Amen. You see, David wrote this psalm or song during a period of time in his life where he had a lot of trouble going on. His son Absalom had rebelled against him and had started a revolution against him. David was in exile from the tabernacle. And David begins this psalm with the request that God would hear his prayer. Amen. Because David knew that whatever was going on in his life, he knew that he could turn to God and cry out for help. Amen. And church, that's the same for us today, likewise for us, that whatever it is that's going on in your life this moment, amen, whatever it is that's going on in your life, you can turn to God and you can cry out to him, amen. We don't have to keep holding all of this stuff in for ourselves, amen. So what David did, David expressed his need for God to hear his prayers. And David, like us at times, was overwhelmed with life. Amen, somebody? The word overwhelmed is defined as being buried or drowned beneath the weight of considerable mass. So let me first say and be real clear with you this morning. It is okay to feel overwhelmed at times. Amen, somebody? Because simply we're human. And if you're human, you are going to have... Do I got a witness in here this morning? You're going to have some times... When you want to feel overwhelmed in life. And because you feel overwhelmed, that doesn't mean that your faith is weak. That doesn't mean that you're not saved. It simply says that I can't do this by myself. And Lord, I need your help. Y'all hear me in here this morning. Someone once said this, that desperate cries create divine deliverance. Oh, that's good this morning. Amen, somebody. Listen to me. Desperate cries create divine deliverance. Y'all remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Amen. He prayed. He said, Father, if it be thy will. He said, let this cup pass from me because his spirit was willing, but his flesh is weak. Amen. Jesus literally in the flesh was overwhelmed with what it is that he had to face. And his cry produced something, church, miraculous. Amen? Because when I looked at it, and watch this, in Luke twenty-two forty-three, listen to what it says. It says, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven. Talk about Jesus. Strengthening him. Amen? That's divine deliverance answering a desperate cry. You may have some stuff that's going on in your life right now, and you need some divine deliverance. Amen? And all he had to do, call out to the Lord. Ain't nothing wrong with it. 
People think you're weak, amen, if you got to shed a tear or that you're going through something. Don't worry about what everybody else is talking about. You go ahead. Am I preaching to anybody this morning? You go ahead and turn it over to the Lord, amen. Y'all remember Job? Amen in here, somebody. Job was one who no doubt was overwhelmed in life, amen. Here Job was, a man of great wealth and prestige and suffered the ultimate catastrophes in life, losing his family, lost his fortune, and even his health. Yet he never stopped giving God the glory, amen, even when his wife told him just to curse God and die. Amen, somebody. And so he kept on praising God even in the midst of losing everything, amen. And when God delivered him, God gave him double for his trouble. Amen in here, somebody. Y'all remember Ruth? Amen. I'm just, I'm going to go down the line. Y'all remember Ruth? Ruth's life became overwhelming when she lost her father-in-law and brother-in-law and her husband. Here she was. She was childless, husbandless, a widow, had no means of survival. Amen. And no doubt she felt overwhelmed. Amen. And she made a choice to honor her commitment to Naomi, her mother-in-law, and follow her. And so that story teaches us that when life doesn't make sense, the best thing you can do is focus on others, amen, which she did, by helping Naomi and her mother-in-law. What happens, we get caught up in the pity party. Amen in here, somebody. And, and we start to think and believe that things are not going to work out, that nothing's going to happen in my life. But when you believe and you start thinking that things are going against you, why don't you stop for a moment and start helping somebody else? Come on in here, somebody. Start helping somebody else. Amen. And the Bible says that in, in doing so, God blessed her with a devoted husband, son, a sense of belonging, and most of all, she was loved. Amen, somebody. Y'all remember David? Amen in here, somebody who knows about being overwhelmed. King Saul was hot on his heels trying to kill him. He had lost the son that he had with Bathsheba. He had another son, Absalom, who was plotting to overthrow him. All kinds of issues going on in his life. Yet the word says that he cried out unto the Lord. Amen. I was looking over Pastor Paul in Psalm 34, 4. Listen to what it says. He says that I sought the Lord and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. Amen. Again, desperate cries bring divine deliverance. Amen. I hear you this morning, Pastor. I hear you this morning. So what do I do when I feel overwhelmed? Can I help somebody this morning? I believe God sent me here this morning just to help somebody this morning. Can I help you this morning? Amen. Listen to me. The first thing to do when you feel an overwhelmed is to acknowledge that you are overwhelmed. Amen, and somebody. We sit around and we deny that we got a problem. Anybody, am I preaching to anybody this morning? We sitting around acting like we don't have a problem. No good and well, you got a problem. Got a big problem. Amen. The first thing to do when you feel is to acknowledge that you are overwhelmed. Amen. Listen to what 1 Peter 5, 7 says. It says, casting all your care upon him. For he what? He careth for you. Amen. Cry out for help. Amen. Be like David and say, hear my cry, O Lord, 
attend unto my prayer. Amen. Listen to me. None of us is so spiritual or so saved or so holy or so close to Jesus that we don't need help. Amen. You got to acknowledge, Lord, I need some help. Amen. If you want to sit around and act like you don't need any help and no one, then go ahead and try to work it out on your own. But I stopped by to tell you this morning that I've had some times in my life when I knew that I couldn't make it by myself. And guess what I did? I realized, like David realized, that I need to cry unto the Lord. I cried out, Lord, help me. Help me, Father God. That's what got me in the ministry, amen, was going through something and, and began to fast and to pray. And I cried out, Lord, help me. Now, I didn't know Lord was going to put me in this situation, amen. You better watch what you ask for. I want to hear somebody. But how many of you know that we have a God who's able to help you in the midst of your trouble? How many of you know that we got a God who's able to help you when things are not going well in your life? How many of you know in your life that if you turn it over to Jesus, that he's able to work it out? Come on in here let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. You all remember Peter? Amen, somebody? When he was sinking... <laughs> And having walked on the water, he cried out, Lord, save me. Amen. Remember the definition of overwhelm is feeling a, the feeling of drowning and a cry out for help to the Lord. Amen. Lord, you said you will not put more upon us than what we can bear. Amen. Now, understand this, church, because it's unhealthy spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically to try to handle it by yourself. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Amen. Trying to work it out by yourself. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get angry. You're going to start uh, getting nasty with other folk. Amen. I know none of y'all ever got nasty with somebody. Amen. But y'all know I've been here a long time now. I've seen both sides of the corn. <laughs> Amen. And here's somebody. There's some times in my life that we're, we're struggling with some things. Listen to me. What happens spiritually when you try to handle it yourself is that you're saying that, Lord, I can do this on my own. Amen. And you find yourself secluding yourself and separating yourself from people. Amen. I tell folk all the time, I don't know why it is, but I know why it is because it's the devil messing with folk. Soon as somebody find themselves in trouble, you know what most folk do? They stop coming to church. They stop reading the Bible. They stop praying. Amen. And when I find them, I encourage them. I say, listen, when you find, look, can I tell this to you? When you find yourself, and how many of y'all know that trouble is just around the corner? You're either in trouble now, coming out of trouble, or heading into trouble. But trouble will find you. But when you find yourself in trouble, you need to get to the house of the Lord. Amen. You ought to be able to beat me in here on Sunday mornings. Amen. You ought to be praying. You ought to be giving God praise. Uh, you ought to be reading and studying your Bible. Amen. Because the devil would like nothing more than to separate you and get you away from the flock. How many of you all know that it, when you move away from God's people, then you're going to find yourself out there with all of the wolves? Amen, somebody. The Bible says where there is unity... There is strength. Amen, somebody. Somebody better realize this morning that the devil desires to separate you from others to destroy you. Amen, somebody. 
Just like the lions and the hunt, they'll separate that one gazelle. We were blessed when we were in South Africa to be able to go on a um, safari. Amen. And we saw a lion over there. He was eating a, a gazelle or a warthog or, or something that he had over there. But the thing had moved away from the pack. Amen, somebody. And just like the lions and the hunt, they'll separate one gazelle from the pack. And once they do it, then they go on attack. Amen, somebody. So, church, when we try to handle it ourselves, don't cast your cares upon other folk. That's what was going to happen spiritually. The devil's going to try to destroy you. Amen, somebody. Emotionally, you try to work it out by yourself. You know what's going to cause? It's going to cause a nervous breakdown. Amen, somebody. Mentally, it will cause depression, anxiety in your life that can lead to suicidal thoughts. Amen, somebody. Physically, if you don't turn it over to God, you're going to get high blood pressure. Amen, somebody. That can lead to stroke and lead to death. Amen. So when you feel overwhelmed, church, cry out, O Zion, because it's a desperate cry that brings divine deliverance. Amen. And cast all of your cares upon him. Who cares? Is anybody glad the Lord cares about you? Hallelujah. Let me give you a second thing you need to do once you've cried out in desperation and cast all your cares upon him. The Bible says that you need to rest. Amen. Listen to Psalm 116.7. Listen to what it says. It says, return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. Amen, somebody. You know what that means? That means to let go of that anxiety that you have. We, we, you know what? We used to use the term, Pastor Ball, back in the day. They used to say the folks was uptight. Amen. Y'all remember that? All you old folk in here remember that, that somebody was uptight. Amen. That means they was holding on to stuff all by themselves. So this means for us that you got to let go of that anxiety of being uptight. Amen. Don't hold on to it. Let it go. Let the tranquility and the peace that only God can give you, let the comfort that comes from trusting in God, amen? Let it go and let God have it, amen? Because this is really how God has designed for us to live, amen, somebody? In a place where our souls are at rest, in a place when we're not worried and not anxious and not frantic and not uptight, amen? Because God fixed it for us. That amidst all the turmoil, that amidst the trials and the challenges of this world and life, that we can rest in the love of God, knowing that he's dealt bountifully with you. Amen? And bountifully means that you've done good, that you have been bestowed into recompense and the reward. Amen? Remember this, church? God is a God of peace. Amen? And God gives peace that will pass all understanding. I want to tell you, there's been some times in life where I didn't understand how God was going to work some things out. But how many of you know God worked it out when I let go of it, when I turned it over to the Lord? Amen. Because there is a wonderful thing about peace. The wonderful thing about peace is that peace is a fruit of the Spirit. Amen in here, somebody. I want you to listen to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8 and 9 to 11. Listen to what he says. It says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh 
it shall be open. Amen, somebody? Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Amen? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then be an evil, that's us, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Amen? Church, I'm giving this to you because you need to ask God for peace. And God will give it to you. Whatever it is that's going on in your life and your situation, ask God for peace. God will give it for you. Amen? You know, there's an old saying that says, we don't have problems, we have opportunities. Amen in here, somebody. We don't have problems, we have opportunities. And being overwhelmed presents us with an opportunity to turn our attention towards God and His Word. Amen? Realizing that feeling overwhelmed is just a temporary issue. Amen, somebody? It's okay to feel overwhelmed at times. The issues of life are going to make us feel that way. Amen? But we can also know that if we keep our focus on Jesus. Amen? If we cry out to Him in desperation. If we cast all our cares upon Him. If we do so, we will experience divine deliverance. Amen? No matter how heavy the cross may seem, no matter how severe the trial is, no matter how weak you may feel, if you totally surrender all to Jesus, He will carry you through. Amen? So church, when you cast all your cares on Him, you know what God will do? God will mend your broken heart. God will lift the heavy burden. God will restore the joy in your life. God will give rest and peace that passes all understanding. God will give you strength and the armor to fight for another day. How many of you know this morning that Jesus can work it out? Come on in here, somebody. How many of you really know that Jesus can work it out? Amen. You know, I was listening to Sister Barbara singing amen, and, and God just has anointed her with just an awesome voice. But, but there's a song, amen, that uh, the Lord has laid upon my heart, amen. And I was thinking about this song, and we used to sing this song way back in the day, amen. And, and the songwriter said, and I know Sister Barbara knows this, that the problem that I had just couldn't seem <laughs> to be solved, that I tried, and I tried, just got deeper involved. Come on, Barbara. So I turned it over to Jesus, and I stopped worrying about it. I turned it over to the Lord, and he worked it out. And the chorus says, Jesus can work it out. Come on in here, somebody. Jesus can work it out. Come on, Barbara, help me on that song. Come on, somebody. Come on, help me on that song, Barbara. How many of you know that Jesus can work it out? Do you really know he can work it out? You don't mind giving God praise this morning? Because the Lord can work it out. Come on, put your hands together and give God praise. It's better. That problem that I had just couldn't seem to solve. I prayed and I 
somebody do you really believe it turn it over to the Lord and he can work it out you know why I know he can work it out because he worked it out in my life amen I have my sisters here and they would testify to you I'm probably the least likely in the family and see they acknowledge it and they say oh yeah we know least likely in the family to be serving the Lord like this amen somebody I know he can work. And let me tell you, I'm trying to tell you this. If he can work it out for me, he can work it out for you. Amen. The Lord may be speaking to someone right now. And you need to have and turn it over to the Lord. Let him work it out. Whatever you're holding on to. Whatever the anxieties that you have, the concerns, the disappointments, the defeats discouragements in life turn it over to the Lord he can work it out amen there may be someone here today and the Lord is speaking just to you maybe you don't know Jesus in the pardoning of your sins and the Lord is speaking just to you this message these songs everything was just for you today God is speaking to you he's giving you an opportunity amen that your problems are really opportunities and all you have to do is to grab it Hold on to it. Cry out unto the Lord and say, Lord, I need your help. Amen. God is willing to help you today. 
He's willing to help you. If there's someone here today and the Lord is speaking to you, just come today. Give your heart, give your life over to the Lord. There may be someone here and and they don't have a church home. You're living in this community, but you need a place, amen, to come. Amen. God bless you, Denise. Come on, sweetie. Amen. Come on, let the church say amen. 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 Praise God. Sister Zanisha, amen. Zanisha has been ministering here, but Zanisha said, never joined Second Baptist, amen. And so we are grateful and thankful for her being here with us for today. There may be another. The Lord is speaking. He's calling you to surrender all to him. Everybody needs a covering in their life, amen. If you don't have a covering, if you don't have a church home, you need to have one in your life to make a difference and to submit and turn everything over to him. He's able to work it out, amen. Is there another? Those of you who are watching by live stream today, if the Lord is speaking to you and your desire is to give your heart and life over to Jesus, just reach out to us. We would be happy to contact you and just to help to disciple you. Amen. So we're just thanking and praising God for all of his blessings. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord this morning. You may be seated. Sister Denise, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, amen. And Sister Hammond is up here with us, amen, because y'all don't know that, Sister Hammond, amen. But we are just so grateful and thankful, and uh, Sister Denise, we just want to welcome you here at Second Baptist. We thank God uh, for you, for your blessings, and for the gifts and talents God has blessed you with as well. If there's... um, We're just happy to know that God has moved on your heart, and we thank you for the gift that God has blessed you with. Amen. Amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord God, for who you are and for the fact that we can turn it over to the Lord, and he can work it out. He can make a difference in your life if you allow him to. And so, God, we want to say thank you. We thank you for Sister Zanisha, Lord God. We ask that you would continue to bless her, strengthen her, encourage her in her heart and in her spirit, Lord God. And, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Father God, for those who are watching my live stream. If there are those who the Lord has spoken to their heart, they're giving their heart and life over to him, we pray, God, that you would bless them as well. But, Lord, we just want to give you praise, and we want to say thank you, Lord. For all of your blessings, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your compassion, God. We thank you for loving us. So, Lord, thank you that we realize this day as we leave this place that when we're overwhelmed and troubles and trials come, that we can cry out unto you, God, and turn it over to the Lord, and he's able to work it out. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise. Let's stand on our feet. What a mighty God that we serve. Come on, let's lift our voices and praise. Amen. Oh, my God. 
keep you from falling. Present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Let the church say amen. Give somebody a holy hug this morning and let them know that you love them. Amen.